1: I said, you always follow yeah, the
0: money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Hey.
3: Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. Yeah, here we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy, busy Tuesday lineup. Today's going to be a great show. You can just feel it oh, yeah. in our bones, right? Uh, coming up a little bit later on today in the program in two hours. How about this? Circa Casino owner, CEO, Derek Stevenson Studio, along with Mike Palm, two segments here, one with Derek, one with Mike Palm. They are breaking the news today of uh, what the Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest will be for the payouts, the rules, everything you need to know, the guarantee, right? Start doing the math on this thing with the overlay that is
4: coming up in two hours today on the program, Paulie. Today's going to be an A+. Bob, can't wait to talk to Bob Ryan as well. Last time he was on, you were out, and he said he was uh, disgusted by winning time. And he said, if I'm Jerry West, I go to Adam McKay and say, see my lawyer. That week later, he did. did huh? He's ready yep. to go to the Supreme Court. Yep. So he's on in the final hour of today's program as well.
3: In 45 minutes, Brady Cannon, Vison host. There's a great podcast here for the network as well called Long Shots on golf every single week. And we do have a major with the PGA Championship. We'll get Brady's best bets And that's where we will begin today, because the defending champion at the PGA Championship, Phil Mickelson, is not going to be playing. I'm sure many of you already know the story of Phil. Uh, Hell, we are Gambling Network, so you probably follow this and see it every single day with him as uh, I think a different news story comes out on Lefty, like almost every single day. Well, now it's getting worse for him. And all the stuff that, all the issues that were kind of under the surface with Phil for a long, long time, they have now cracked wide open, Paulie, and they're like moths to a light, right? And now everybody's getting wind of uh, exactly how bad it was for Phil.
4: You recall a fall from grace so fast? This is, a, I mean, who wins last year, and now I'm not showing up. One of the reasons he doesn't want to show up, he doesn't want to deal with the tough questions from the media. Mm-hmm. But also, he wasn't just uh, flirting with the Saudis. He was trying to do this breakaway league and set this up as well. A lot of guys don't like him on the tour. That's, he was trying to help form the league. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And Behind then, the scenes. This book, the two books coming out. Well. The the, the book that uh, that got into the $40 million that he lost from 2010 to 2014, and then the Billy Walters book, and David Purdom tweeted that out, and also the source in the article saying, oh, he is very concerned about this Billy Walters book.
3: You think about that. So, and it points out in the ESPN story, as damaging as this book could be that's coming out from Alan Shipnuck on Phil Mickelson, talking about his gambling debts and who the hell else knows what else is gonna be in this book, right? Um, there's going to be a lot of like red flags with Phil Mickelson. So he's worried about that. But then people close to him are saying, Oh, hold on a second here. The one coming up with Billy Walters might be way worse for him and Phil knows it.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, this is uh Walters has got to be livid. The fact that he didn't tell the truth. He turned his back on a so-called friend. Walters had to do time, and and like the story says, Billy Walters is not to be trifled with. Oh boy! Yep. I mean, I, there was I was told a, a good story a long, long time ago that there was a runner who worked with Walters, and he up and left like vanished like a fart in the wind, and took a ton of money. And there was a reward for dead and alive, and there was a dis- big disparity in the prices. Yep. So.
3: And again, for, for those of you who may not know the entire background here in 2017, Billy Walters, one of the most, if not the most successful sports bettors of all time, was convicted of 10 counts of conspiracy, securities fraud, and wire fraud. Federal prosecutors allege Walters illegally made $40 million while trading Dean food stock from 2008 to 2015. He was released from prison in April of 2020. In 2018, Walters told the ESPN that Mickelson might have helped his defense if he had agreed to testify during the criminal trial. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Walter said, quote, here is a guy that all he had to do was come forward and tell the truth. That's all he had to do. The guy wouldn't do it because he was so concerned about his image. He was concerned about his endorsements. And now fast forward, so those endorsements have dried up. Amstel Light, longtime sponsor. You know, the hat that he's worn for 20 years, KPMG, Workday, they ended their relationships with him. Callaway signed him in 2017. That, that is on hold right now.
4: Everyone up and left him. Yeah. Incredible yeah, you're, you're, fall from grace. And the other oh thing my God. I knew he was a prickly pear, but I was not aware of this many people that didn't like him. I mean, like no other than Webb Simpson, who's his buddy. Right. Uh, everyone's like, you know, how about Kevin Kisner? Everyone does everyone needs a little humble buy, he says. How about that? I mean, this is a, he is not well liked. Sheff, uh, even Scheffler made comments about him, but okay. Yep. Again, again, if you rewind to last year when he
3: is like uh, you know, the, the, on the 18th hole in South Carolina at the course to wrap up the PGA, it's like, it looked like Tiger Woods when he was in his prime. Yeah, right. People around this guy. Yeah, but but then there's also there's also this, and th- this came out yesterday. Gary McCord, former player, uh, longtime broadcaster. Um, this the London Times had this. It's actually an excerpt from that book coming up from Chip Here's the quote from Gary McCord: When I was in the TV tower. Every time Phil got to my hole, Bones, his caddy, would look up at me and I would flash the odds. If Phil had a 15-footer, I'd flash three fingers, which meant the odds were three to one. If he was 60 feet, I'd give him two to one on the two-putt. Bones would go down and whisper in his ear, and Phil would look up at me and shake his head yes or no. McCord continued, I can't tell you how many wadded-up 20s I threw out the tower until the tower found out about it and I got word through CBS I was no longer... Allowed to gamble with Phil while up in the tower. End of quote.
4: Ah. I wonder why he went so long oh without winning God. a golf I can't believe that story. It's unbelievable. Yes. Yes. You're playing for millions of dollars. You're one of the top golfers in the world, and this isn't enough action for you. No, or he good needs enough more. Sweat. He needs another he sweat. Wants, This is more yeah. important to him. Yes. There's, the guy's throwing wadded 20s out the tower. Yeah. Can,
3: think about that. The, the guy's broadcasting the event. Ah. Hey, hey, <laughs> bones. Right. Right here. Huh? I'm a loser? Here you go. Come on. And finally, who knows? Yeah, Can you imagine how many times McCord did that before? Like, producers and everybody on set, they're like watching him, like, what is this?
4: You're throwing 20s out the window again? What does that mean? Nah, don't, don't worry about it. What too. if you're by the tower? I mean, it's raining money. You're yeah, right, yes. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, you think someone would <laughs> come in and start scooping cash? Finders, keepers, right? So finally, they realize what's going on. And then uh, the tour says to CBS, Gary, knock it off. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Gary's on the show tomorrow. I can't wait for. How about that? I'm excited about that. Oh, he's going to be on. Yeah, I mean, I, who knows? Who, who approached? Who? Whose idea was this? I, the whole background on this story. How huh? often it happened. Oh, uh, this is Phil's my kind of guy.
3: What a degenerate! Oh, but, by Holy the way, cow. But I, I must say, I have no problem with Phil doing that. Well, that's I don't know, but that that's a little. <laughs> it's
4: come on. Uh, focus, I mean, focus huh? a little bit, right? A little side action there, throwing twenties. It's not like he's, you know, it's okay. You don't have enough on the line? My God, I can't believe that story. Flashing, and the not he whispering in his ear, three to one here, bury this sucker. Well, then he, I mean, even it gets more surprising because one of the reason for the split was the difference in money with uh, Bones, too. That's in the book. Oh, that's hundreds of thousands. Back pay and all this other stuff. I don't yeah. know what's going I mean, on. I like tons guy. of cash, yeah. Well, is there an equivalent, by the way,
3: to that? To somebody flashing fingers to a player? Not even on the, I'm talking about a different
4: sport. Can you imagine if this happened in the NFL back in the day? Where you get, where there was That's a, what I'm saying. The guy yeah. in the booth, yeah, Madden says Favre can't, can't start to drive three for three. Sure. Four to one odds or something. Throwing money out
3: there. That v- on an Angels game. He looks down <laughs> at Mike Trout. Hey, Mike, huh? come on. Go yeah. deep today. Trout looks up. Okay, I'll take uh, you up on that. Yeah. yeah. Then he bombs one 450 feet. Uh-huh. is out there. <laughs> Give me some peanuts and cracker jacks. Here you go, Trout. Come on, guys. Give him that money.
4: What a scene that must have been. How long did this uh, go on before they finally said enough? Oh, uh, I mean, it's right in front of everybody. I, ca- I can't He's wait to talk in tomorrow. Throwing money out the tower. Uh, imagine if this is going on for 10 15 years.
3: <laughs> and every single time people are just like thinking to themselves, uh, I, I don't understand what's going on here.
4: I understand it doing with other players and guys you're on the hole with. Or maybe another caddy. <laughs> you're doing it with an announcer. Well, you know why it's, and they got codes and, f- and signs and everything. But
3: you know you know why he likes to take a walk on the wild side lefty does. So this is thrilling to him. <laughs> It adds—it's that level of excitement, walk man. It's—it's because it, it's if you're playing with another guy that you're in the group with that day, that's one level of danger. But if you're going to actually take it up to a guy who's on the broadcast and make it kind of like your secret little uh, club, oh, that's a—that's an entirely different level.
4: Is he just weird with money, that he hates to lose and is so competitive, or was it? We're, we're, is it possible a guy making fifty million a year was having trouble? Well,
3: he ser- certainly. At this point, we can recognize that the, the guy. W- say what you want. Call him a degenerate. Call. He loves to gamble. He loves to. I, have, he, he's an action junkie. I, I, yeah, it, is what well it is. Well said.
4: Well said. I still can't believe he was uh, let off. Uh, in, 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 nothing happened to him. Wasn't criminally charged. He agreed to pay back more than one million in ill-gotten gains. Mickelson made 930000 by purchasing stock on an insider trading tip from Walters. The federal government alleged Mickelson used some of the money he made to pay Walters for gambling debts.
3: Do <laughs> you think if you could go back in time <laughs> is- and ask Phil, look, if you could do it all over again, buddy, right, would you actually say something about Billy? Would you help him out here a little bit? You were so worried about your image back then, but now look at it. It's all gone. Good point. Totally dried up. Good point. I have a lot of reading to do, apparently. Two big books. Two on. books. Two. Are they going to be available cool. in the audio version? <laughs> Either one of them. This Shipnuck book is going to be just. Who, who knows what else is in here? I mean, because the stuff with Phil came out like I don't know a month ago, and then Gary McCord that dropped yesterday. That's nuts.
4: What's Phil doing? The guy's doing a book on him, and they just like, yeah, hey, you know, they're. What I he said it was, about the Saudis, and then then it's I,
3: like that it was off the record.
4: Yeah. Right. Well, off the record, he's doing a
3: book. How, how much? What? How much, How long did you talk to the guy? <laughs> yeah, right. He, and he never once prefaced it by saying, hey, by the way, I'm writing a book. Oh, I'm jotting this down. This is, you know, I have this uh, tape recorder running for a reason. <laughs> I don't want to forget anything here that you're saying. These are unbelievable quotes.
4: Who knows when we see him again? I'm yeah. interested to see how uh, how long this is going to be and how he'll be received. And uh, the media will be all over him, too. Yeah. By the way, it's only the
3: sixth time actually you'd make that five times since 1960 where a defending champion in golf at a major did not go out to the, the next year and defended. defend the title. Yep. And, he, and basically every other golfer had like an ailment or a problem or an injury. Yeah. Right. The first uh, hour of follow the money is brought to you exclusively by bet. Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. win some, lose some recapping last night's action and a look at uh, top five Tuesday coming up next.
5: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your
0: hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning! Or was it a rough one?
2: Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser!
0: You're a loser. Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose
4: Some. MLB favorite, sixty-one percent on the year, ten and two on Monday. My God, Yankees win, cover the run line. What new? What new? 7-0 when Severino starts now this year for the year. Oh, Eagles. wow. Yep. One dog, Tigers plus 190. They beat the race. What is it five in a row now? They were 9-23. Yeah. 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 yeah yep NHL favorites on the 13-2 and two run going into the second round tonight. So we'll see if that continues. What a sick run that has been. One bad beat. Dodgers on the run line, minus 105, 5-2 in the ninth. Arizona pushes two across. Dodgers win, but don't cover the run line. Couple lose some. Oh, my God. The, uh, mayo, like like ready whip. Mayo moose. Look at this thing. Do I have to? It's a mayo moose and... <laughs> ah. Oh, no. Oh. Ah. I can't. Ugh. Too early in the morning.
3: I'm glad I tapped out oh. on mayo 15 years ago.
4: Ah, I like miracle whip, but this is... Oh, oh no. The Heinz mayo moose. Um, imagine doing oh, like, shots of God. that. <laughs> the ready whip shots. Here we go. Oh,
3: okay, tough. that is tough to watch. May- Mayo whippets coming to a place.
4: <laughs> I can't. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it anymore. Oh, I'm in a gag. How about this? If you're gonna harass the workers at the drive-through, make sure the car's in park. Car. She oh, comes out. Where's you my extra fries, picture, and ma'am? And you know, it goes. and there it goes. The car fly, fly away, onto the interstate. There it goes up the hill. Whoops! Look at that. Oh. Up and over. Yep, there it goes. She's had enough.
3: She's not wearing zupas, is she? I, I, I think that sums us up pretty well in 2022.
4: <laughs> yeah, right? It does. She comes out. You guys want to run it back again? Look at this. Light. She's screaming. Cuts out and she forgets to... Yeah, she's screaming at the workers. It forgets to put the car Kissed in yep. yep. She's had enough. And then the thing... They're <laughs> like, ma'am, call down, ma'am. And then there goes the car. Bye-bye. There it goes. Wow incredible video <laughs> it isn't it really, something yes it really yeah, is it, it's not, right yeah. I wanted to show this to you um I should have I didn't give this out and I uh liked Huddersfield in the under yesterday Huddersfield moves on to the championship oh that makes two of us yeah. uh Luke this is look at this this is the entrance one of the most Huddersfield in any this is how you get in if you're an away fan incredible to atmosphere the, to ahead the stadium. of the three
2: o'clock kickoff Between to the neighborhood the you go to house,
4: the house up the back look at that oh wow yeah, and then you, you walk okay. down, and that's how you enter the stadium. Okay. I it's, like it. Yeah, that is awesome. Look at that guy just comes up the steps. You go in who who knows?
3: Knows a couple houses, oh, right? Who knows what ha- what happens there? Oh, look at behind that. Behind closed doors in certain alleys.
4: Jeez. No kidding. Uh, good video there. Okay. This is awesome. This was over the weekend. Uh, Pearl Jam's playing in Oakland. The drummer gets COVID. There's, is that Eddie better? It is. Yeah, okay. He goes, hey, we need to help, and the guy... Like I think he's 18 years old, the local kid. It's okay, I'm ready. Put him in there. (laughs) How good is this story? And he gets up there. and he's drumming for Pearl Jam live. Saves the day. And and no no kidding, the kid's 18 years old. Yeah. This happened to Motley Crue once. Uh, It also happened. Look at the crowd. What a story. Huge crowd on Hannessey Pearl Jam. This is on YouTube. Keith Moon at the Cow Palace when he was with the Who? He's like Animal in the Muppets. He's sitting there and he's drumming. He's going, and then he, I don't know what he's on, but give me some of that. He'd be, he'd just pass out. Then he'd come to, and he'd sit there. He's going crazy again, and then he'd pass out again. So then Pete Townsend's got to get on the mic. Do we have a drummer? We need a drummer, and they got like a carry him off stage, and the guy had to come in and save the day. Look at a kid, eighteen years old. He's oh. what? What a dream come true. Oh, he's very good too. And he, yeah. I can't believe it. Well, yeah, Pearl Jam's coming to Las Vegas pretty soon. I've seen them one time. Yeah. How good is that? I would go back again. Yeah. Tweet at us, email any stories like this, or uh, if you had to ever come in and save the day as well. Win Some, Lose Some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. 20% profit boost on MLB every Tuesday. Learn more at BetRivers.com. So today it's Top Five Tuesday. And this leads me into, because I mean, what a dream come true. And it, I actually, they're on the list Top Five bands to hang out with. Checking in at number five, Pearl Jam. Okay. Look at this. Look at, you sent this in months ago. This is Eddie Vedder back in the day from the rafters. No joke. Take it from the <laughs> speakers. This, this is one of my favorite pictures ever taken at a concert. <laughs> to be your avatar. It's amazing. Wow. He also loves the Cubs. Hello, Marquee. Huh? And he was during, he was with the Cubs uh, during the whole ride, during the, uh, when they won the World Series and, and that ride too. He's right. a Cubs fan. Uh, they, they play concerts all the time at Wrigley. So I, I have Pearl Jam there on number five. Number four, Motley Crue. Oh, that's too low. Really? They got to be higher on the list. Yeah, you're probably right. To hang out with and listen to and hang out with, yeah. Have a beer. The stories. I want to hear them talk well, and tell me stories. Okay, but this goes back to I can't, I can't keep up with them. I couldn't. You couldn't do this. Well, you don't, you don't have to go. You don't have to. I mean, just to, now today. Yeah, but you might get out. arrested though. I didn't want. to... I mean, yeah.
3: Motley Crue would. They were banned in many places. Okay, so this is another band that I've seen a couple of times. I saw them at the old joint, and for those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know how special that venue was here in Las Vegas at the Hard Rock, one of the best venues ever to watch a show. I can't remember the year. Doesn't matter. Vince Neil was putting on a concert for a benefit for his daughter. Right? He's so hammered up on stage, he goes back before the encore to get ready. It's taken forever. Turns out he passed out. Oh my God! He passed out backstage as he was getting set to come on for the encore, and everybody had to wait. Like, what the hell's going on? They had to somehow revive him to come out there and then play again.
4: Yes. <laughs> I interviewed him once. I go, is that story true with Ozzy Osbourne? You were on tour. And he, licked, he did a line of ants and then and licked up something else. And he goes, Oh, yeah, I was standing right there. Yeah, like, yeah. no big deal. He's like, oh, yeah, I was right there. And it's in the movie The Dirt on Netflix. The Beatles, number three. I mean, just to be that big and popular and famous and women losing their minds over What Well, that must have been a scene, right? Oh, well, the videos back in the 60s. Oh, my That's God. That's all you need yeah. to know. At Shea Stadium. Ever mm-hmm. see that video? Mm-hmm. Right? Number two, I have Zeppelin. I mean, like the Cameron Crow from Almost Famous, where you follow them around and you just to see. I mean, Led Zeppelin, they did it on their terms, too. They like, oh, go, you want us to play live? We get 90% of the game. Uh-huh. E- either they get that, you get 10% or no Zeppelin. I mean, th- that story the manager told back in the day on the documentaries. Unbelievable. But they're my second favorite band. Yeah, they they knew the price oh, that, yeah. they, that they could oh, demand huge. and what
3: they could get. Sure. Yeah.
4: Otherwise, we're not going to go up on stage tonight. Your choice. Yep. Yeah. And my, my number one might surprise you. There it is. I was just there a year ago. It's Motorhead. Who party harder than Motorhead and Lemmy? I mean, Lemmy, that's at the Rainbow Bar and Grill on Sunset. In Los Angeles, he used to live down the street. He would go all the time, hang out. They have the statue of him there. Cool place to hang out, the Rainbow. And uh, I mean, Motor, legendary. They get after it, Lemmy. Absolutely. Did he? He would go there like like every single he lived day. Live down the street, as I understand. And he yeah, walk basically yeah, hang down out. there to he, get. He, to he'd it. play the video games or machines that they had. Sweet, you know that? You're from the area. He would play like the the games there all the time that they would have at the bar. Wild, okay. Yeah. So motor, he liked to okay. get after. Yeah. There's you, your top 5. Yeah, the crew probably has to be higher. I think they have was, to be uh, higher than number 4. Yeah.
3: With everything that they did. Uh I would have them I mean Led Zeppelin's a better band. I mean that's obvious, well, but yeah, I would, I would rather right. I would rather hang out and I think listen to stories from Molly Crew and have them a little bit higher. That's that's just me. Another one I saw at a, at a something called Rockfest many many years ago. I went to go see Billy Idol. Billy Idol was on whatever, probably everything under the sun. You can tie this into Keith Moon. Billy, they're they in oh. the middle, and it was one of his hits. I forget which song, it's been twenty five years now, probably. He's in the middle of one of his hits. It sounds so bad. And I'm looking at my buddies, and I'm like, What is this? Oh my God, this is the first time we ever came to see They stopped the song, stopped the set, and restarted because he was so under the influence. That's bad. Yeah. That's that's that, that, that's the first and oh, only time I've ever seen that in my life where a band had to do that.
4: But I bet you that, that dude's got some stories. Absolutely. Metallica didn't make the list, even though back in the day, their nickname was Alcoholica.
3: Yeah, that's uh, right. They, I forgot uh, about that.
4: Hetfield told the story once. They they filled up a bucket of KFC with vomit. God, they got angered <laughs> so <laughs> much. <laughs> I mean, that was... Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, on the tour bus. Yeah, sure, on the tour bus. Um, I mean, how many bad beats can you take, though, too? the, the Cliff Burton? Uh, yeah, that's a rough uh, one. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, Top five Tuesday. There you go. Eclectic yep. mix, as always. FTM
3: at vsyn.com. Bands that uh, you'd like to sit down and have a beer with. <laughs> right? Hang out with. Yeah, them. yeah sure. Hang out Listen with. Listen to stories. It would be kind of cool to hear and sit down with, like, you mentioned Pearl Jam because of that video and everything else. But I think Eddie Vetter's a cool guy. So do I. I, I and, got a and, feeling. I got and, a
4: feeling Eddie Vetter be a good hang.
3: Yeah, and, and I would like to talk grunge with somebody like that or Dave Grohl for a good sure. couple of hours. Sure. Yep. Uh, it is hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs and throughout. The playoffs here's what you do place three same game parlays of 10 bucks or more on each round and receive a 10 dollar free bet at the conclusion of each round think of it as a betting hat trick terms and conditions apply see site for details create your uh, ideal combo same game parlays on the bet rivers app or betrivers.com. yeah all, all these bands are now out and about again like touring the, the world pearl have you have you ever been to a pearl jam concert no they're coming to vegas and think coming up in a few weeks
4: I saw Nine Inch Nails once.
3: Oh, that would be a good it's one. It's very good. Yeah, that's that's strong.
4: Yeah, that Reznor's a character. Yeah, yeah that that he is. You know, you, you he <laughs> won, won an Oscar now. I think they won two. I mean, multiple ones, yeah. Uh, Social Network, and he did, I think he won for another one, yeah, too. In 20, with that Atticus 20 years, Ross
3: guy. Yeah, went. that's right. In, yeah. Like, the last two years, he won yeah. another Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we will get into tonight's NBA playoff game coming up next. And Monday Night Football has drastic changes coming in 2023. I think it's great for bettors, but not so much for a lot of fans. We'll tell you why coming up next.
5: Follow the money on v the sports betting network.
4: You're looking for more sports betting discussion on your local teams. BetRivers has you covered. They've launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting From a local perspective, CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, tonight's NBA coming up in two minutes. Before we get to that, some news yesterday. I think this is significant in the NFL. Adam Schefter tweeted this out. Starting in 2023, ESPN's Monday Night Football finally will include flex scheduling from weeks 14 through 18, and also will feature three Monday night doubleheaders. That's in 2023. Oh. Now, I love this idea. Um, I love the idea of doubleheaders. Um, I think the flex scheduling is great because they could have, like, the Jets on in Week 15, and, you know, if it's a typical Jets season, they might be 3-11 and at that point. So get them off the game. Put mm. somebody else on. Yep. The problem is, for people trying to attend these games – uh, for fans of the sport, man, are they up against it now? Yeah, you you are throwing them for a ma- you can't you can't plan anything in those weeks to go to the games. Hey, you want to fly somewhere to go watch your team play? Oh no, sorry, screw you. It's a flex job. They're gonna they're gonna tinker out of it. And there's also this good observation from Warren Sharp, who uh, is involved in the betting space, has been for a long time in the NFL. Over the last decade, from week 14 onward, teams playing on short rest after Monday Night Football. 47.6% straight up, 45.8% ATS, that's 84 games, as opposed to teams playing on a full week of rest after a Sunday game, 50% straight up, 50.5% ATS, 882 games in that same span. So I personally like it again. It'll be sexier matchups in prime time. The doubleheaders are I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Um, what do
4: you think? You like it? Yeah, it's awesome. Also, will they, will they be going at the same time, or will it be true doubleheaders? Will it be like right, week, right. To week yeah. two, like they did where our games are going against each other? Mm-hmm. Uh, so NBA
3: tonight, 8.30 tip-off. Miami hosting the Celtics, game on Eastern Conference Finals. This total is two oh four, Paulie, which makes sense. You have two of the best defensive teams pretty much all year long now in this sport going at it tonight, and I don't think you can set it much higher, first of all, because of the matchup, but typically you're going to see this in a series where like let's let's use that Suns Mavericks series, right? You'll see it around like 218, and as they play each other, they get familiar. Um, defenses kind of take over a little bit when we get lower score games. Then it gradually goes down to like a 204 or 203 that we saw in Game Seven. Not the case here. They're just going to say screw it. It's 204. That makes sense to me. Mm.
4: I like the boss. I like Boston and six. It's interesting that Tatum and Brown were supposed to take over. And it was going to be a, a sick run for Boston. And then, you know, you had to, couldn't beat LeBron James. Brad Stevens was the uh, the guru and the Mass hole, and was going to take him to the promised land. And now it's been y- Udoka here. Um, this was the rematch of the conference finals in the bubble, which Miami won. Boston's lost four straight in the Eastern Conference finals. Let's see if they get back to the finals here, but I think they will and, uh, and win the whole thing. But this could be 1980-1990s basketball. Uh, I guess 1990s. You know, it's funny. Brain made the comment about 39-38, late second quarter of Game 7. It's like a 1990 Eastern Conference Finals, and Van Gundy didn't laugh or chuckle uh, as he was part of a lot of those with the Knicks. But mm-hmm. I think you could see that with the number one defense and the number four defense. Uh, Lowry is out. Again, it's a positive. They went 4-0 and without him and 0-2 with him in the 76ers series. The other thing, most underrated player in the game today, Butler? I think he is. I mean, oh, you he's mean been been in the awesome. NBA. Yeah, yeah. What I say? Oh,
3: no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in, in the game. All, all yeah, yeah, I mean, sure.
4: twenty-eight, seven, and five in the playoffs, shooting fifty-two percent and thirty-six from three. Can they contain him in the series? And the other thing is, the, what do the others do? I mean, Boston has the number two bench in the playoffs. What Williams did in Game Seven, uh, Pritchard played well uh, also. But you look at, I mean, what, what a luxury it is to have a guy like Oladipo. You know, and Stroess has been great, and Vincent right. is getting knocking down threes at the time. But I cannot believe the price on Hero to win uh, conference finals MVP. He's forty to one. I mean, if they're going to win this series, he's going to have to play a large role. I
3: would agree with that. I don't like the number on Bam Adebayo is twelve to one, and here they're going to stick a forty to one on Tyler Hero right in your face and say, "Dare you to bet it?"
4: No. Yeah.
3: Uh, I don't know how Bam can be twelve and Tyler can be forty. I, I don't. I mean. You're exactly right. If this guy plays well throughout the entire series, they're going to have a very good chance to win and if he's a major reason why, he can win this thing at 40 to 1. Put it this way, I would much rather bet 40 to 1 on him than 2 to 1 on Jimmy Butler and Butler can go out there and be the man and, and win the award. I don't care. I'm not betting 2 to 1. Mm. 40 to 1 on a guy who was a sixth man of the year, a runaway winner for that and can get he's it's a heat check waiting to happen with Hero. Sure, sign me up.
4: This is all about matchups too. And and Boston is uh number 1 in the playoffs, uh, switching on ball screens, well, 55%. Miami's yep. 40%. So this will be about who can find these. It'll be a lot like the Dallas series. Uh, who's going small? Who's going big? How much does Powell play? the uh, Luka going, attacking the little guys. It, it'll be about matchups and, and switching, and we'll see who can, can attack those matchups. And this will be uh, interesting to watch the first couple of games of the series and see what what's what.
3: Yep. To your point, on the others – for Miami and kind of gauging who's going to play well for that team tonight. And when you look at the the point props for the guys coming off the bench and the guys considered the others, you mentioned Oladipo. Well, his point prop is 10 and a half. Struz is 12 and a half. Vincent is eight and a half. Hero is 14. He's not an, he's not an other, but he's 14 and a half. Mm-hmm. Though all four of those guys are not going to go over. In fact, I would actually think that like three of them probably go under the point total tonight because Boston's defense is so good at what you talked about, switching, handling the others. Um, and and we saw that in the Bucks series, right? Who? Look at how good—look at Grayson Allen against the Bulls. And I said this yesterday. He had moments where it's like, oh my God, if Grayson Allen plays like this, the Bucs are going to win the, the whole thing again. Well, guess what? You're going from the Bulls to the Celtics. And now the Heat are going to go from the Hawks and the Sixers yeah. to the same Celtics defense. And it's not going to be easy for these others to get their shots off or to score a bunch of points. It's just its not going to happen. I mean, Boston's been so good defensively for
4: like four months now. What if Butler struggles in this series? I mean, then where are the points coming from? They held Milwaukee to 99 points per 100 possessions. When Freak was on the bench, it was in the 70s.
3: Wow. That's look, ridiculous. And, and look at how difficult they made it for the Freak in the lane.
4: You just got to tip your ta- yeah. uh, cap to the game plan. Well, there's no shame in that either. I mean, if that guy goes for 35 and 10, there's no shame in that. He's mm-hmm. awesome. But, uh, it, it, and then the other thing is, how does Miami defend the three? Because I think Boston's going to get a, shoot a lot of threes. And the, the, a big uh, factor in the series is how Boston's going to, uh, if they win the series, how well they can shoot it from three. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, that was certainly the
3: storyline against the Bucs. I would say this, though. Uh, Spolstra is a much better coach than Budenholzer and if like let's say the let's say the Celtics go off tonight and yeah. they get a lot of open threes and I don't I'll throw out a couple of numbers let's say they're 17 of 38 from downtown and they win the game uh we will see adjustments in game 2 and in fact if they get off to a hot start tonight in the first half we'll probably see some good adjustments in the second half by by Spolstra
4: well if Boston wins this game um Tully picked them today in the newsletter uh view from Vegas I mean, this is Miami's up against it if they lose this one and this is the game they're supposed to win. Yeah. Boston off the, the, the afternoon game Sunday, rugged physical seven game series, this'll be physical. And now the short turnaround, you got the Tuesday night game. If Miami can't get this one, oh boy. You said you like Boston in six. Boston in six.
3: Yeah. I'm I, I think Boston in five or Boston in six is the play too. And again, I, I bet them at uh, two to one to win the NBA title as soon as they wrapped up their series against the Bucks. And the reason for that is because again, you could do the rollover parlay, that's fine. Um but if if Dallas beats Golden State, and I think Dallas is absolutely live, then it, the, the rollover parlay would not be as good as 2-1. to one. I, I am looking at this, though. Potential series prices. This is available at the Westgate. Celtics against the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Warriors minus 120. Celtics even money. If the Celtics show up as any plus money whatsoever against the Warriors, if that's the matchup, I will yep. definitely be adding more to it.
4: Miami 6-0 and at home in the playoffs. Boston 4-1 and on the road. Uh, the cause for concern here, Miami eighteenth, ranked eighteenth in scoring offense. Yeah, they I mean, can this, go you're long going stretches. Against, uh, this is since January first. It's a historically great defense. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome defense. The other thing is who's in and who's in? Who's they're doing it? Williams was hurt. Didn't play against uh well, it was out for most of the net series. Then he was in and out in the last series. Now smart might not play tonight, but Williams is a full goal. And that's the other thing they've had to uh encounter and go through Yep, all these injuries guys mm-hmm. in and guys out yep uh the v spring
3: special is here for only 59 bucks you get everything v-sin has to offer from now to the end of july the next few months are going to be filled with the best uh, sports betting content in the business right here at v and subscribers you're going to have access to all of it including adam burke's daily major league baseball best bets jonathan yvonne tobo with his best bets all the way through the nba finals and the same thing in hockey with annie mcneil Going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. And if you want the full Vsin experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only fifty-nine bucks to be a subscriber through July thirty-first. You can sign up today at slash spring Go to the website today to sign up. slash spring Up next. Golf's second major takes place this week at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Are there any trends we should pay attention to? Are they uh, or are they completely meaningless? We will ask Brady Cannon that coming up next.
2: Zumo Play.
4: 18 plus Follow the money on VSet, the sports betting network. Brady Cannon coming up and want more golf insight? Check out VSet's Long Shots podcast today, the complete PGA golf betting show with weekly insights and analysis for every tournament with the experts. Brady Cannon has been running Las Vegas golf websites and tournaments since 1996. He tracks golf year-round to keep his, the viewers on top of the odds and insights for every player, tournament, and course during the season. Wes Reynolds is a co-host. Uh, you can go to Long Shots Podcast now, vcin.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And while you're there, catch up on every vcin show as well. Okay, Long Shots is awesome. It is the highest-rated golf
3: betting show On the planet, yes. and uh, as you mentioned, one of the hosts of the show joins us now, and you can get it at vcin.com slash podcast. I'll tape it, I believe, later on today. Brady Cannon joins the program to talk PGA and another major coming up this week. Good morning, Brady. Thanks for the time today. How are you?
5: Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me.
3: You bet. You bet. I want to begin with this. Um, For the most part in sports, like trends don't pay the rent. Jimmy Vaccaro, longtime odds maker, has been saying that for many, many years. It does make A lot of sense to some extent, but there are some trends that you need to pay attention to with certain things. Uh, Would golf be one of them? Like, should we be paying attention to either trends for the PGA Championship or trends with majors in general, Brady?
5: I think it's more trends with majors in general, and I do think uh, you know, you guys know how it is. In every sport, there are some trends that I think are meaningful Mm -hmm. and carry some weight and. You know, I think part of when you're handicapping and looking at trends, you have to kind of read between the lines and say, okay, what is this trend telling me? Is there something here or or is it really completely random? Uh, And and some of the trends for major championships in golf, uh, first of all, a lot of them at Augusta for the masters probably carry more weight than other majors because they play the same course every year and it's so repeatable. Uh, obviously, we're at Southern Hills. Uh, the PGA Championship is a, a major where the course rotates every year. Um, but some of them that make a lot of sense are, you know, ones that deal with current form. Like, you know, the last 10 winners, the last 20 winners, the last 15 winners uh, of a major championship uh, have, have played at least a couple of weeks prior to, to the event. So you Mm -hmm. look at like a guy like Patrick Cantlay or Rory McIlroy or, uh, you know, there's a handful of guys in in the top of the odds board this week that have not played since the team event in New Orleans. So they would kind of be thrown aside for that trend. Now, it's not that they're going to not win, but, you know, maybe the guys that have had a tune up, if you will, in the last couple of weeks are going to be a little bit more uh, in form, if you will. So I think that makes a little bit of sense there. Also, you look back and it's like a number of the guys have had a win prior uh, in the season or they've had a top five finish in the last couple months or their their last start they finished in the top 20. So I, I think all those type of things point towards current form and, and certainly need to be taken into consideration um, I know there's another one that uh, you know a certain number of the last winners have you know in the last month have been in, in the top 10 or top 20 or whatever it is for strokes gained T to green. So you, you know there's some that are kind of obvious that certainly make sense and, and I think are worthy of being paid attention to.
3: Okay with that being said then uh, I know that you've bet a bunch of guys to win this, but some advice in terms of finding guys to maybe have in your portfolio for this week some, some of the bigger name. Uh, golfers this week, Brady, that you've uh, invested in? Would be who?
5: Yeah, uh first of all as far as you know breaking down this tournament and we say this about major championships all the time it's going to take a full arsenal uh to to win a major championship you're going to have to be good at everything at least for this week so you know it's not like a typical cookie cutter pga tour tournament where you say oh it's gonna it's gonna all be all about putting or it's gonna be all about off the tee uh certainly i think this golf course will test uh every part of your game but but I believe the skill set that will be most important this week is iron play. Uh, the course is pretty wide uh, as far as the fairways. I don't think guys are going to have a terrible time finding the fairways. Now, the course is long, so I think you're going to need some distance. Um, I, I do not think it's going to be bombers only, but you, you are going to have to be long. Uh, the course has a lot of undulation and can'ts in the fairways. I think there's going to be a lot of uneven lies. And the greens are pretty small. Um, they're about average size for the PGA Tour, but there is really no edge. It's going to be more like Augusta, where you have the shaved runoff areas. And so if, if you come up a little bit short or a little bit long, you're not going to stay on the green. You're going to roll off. So that kind of shrinks the size uh, of the putting surfaces. So I, I think hitting greens in regulation and hitting great iron shots this week, strokes gained approach, proximity to the hole, that type of thing. I believe those metrics are going to be probably most important. Uh, And I also believe you know, how good you are with your touch and your scrambling around the greens. I I just mentioned, you know, the runoff areas and and that's a similarity, I believe, to Augusta National that will hold true this week as well. Uh, um, You know, you're going to miss some greens for sure and the ability to get up and down. So I, I would say short game around the greens and iron play are probably the two most important things in my book this week.
3: Are you on Justin Thomas then?
5: I'm not. He's okay. uh, he, he's very high on my list. And, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I've actually been really studying this for a month and uh, finally got down to my final card yesterday. Uh, and, and certainly Thomas is absolutely a guy that checks a ton of boxes. And you can't pick every guy, right? Sure. So um, he, he did not make my card. As far as, you know, the top of the board, uh, my shortest shot is Colin Morikawa. And I I bet him a while ago at sixteen to one. I've seen right there where you guys are at uh, circa. He's now up to twenty two or twenty three to one. So I I think that's a really good price on Colin Morikawa, and again, maybe the best iron player in the world. Hideki Matsuyama, I got at twenty seven to one. You know, if you would have bet him a few weeks ago, you probably couldn't could have gotten thirty five or forty. He just had a great week at the Byron Nelson. Um, uh, obviously, a recent major champion who has had success at Augusta National and a lot of the correlated courses, I believe, this week. Another great iron player. I went with Speeth. I, I think Speeth's going to be an incredibly popular pick this week. I did bet him about a month ago at 34 to 1. He's down to like 15 to 1 now, and obviously was really hot last week at the Byron Nelson. Won a few weeks ago, just after the Masters at Harbour Town, I think speed's in tremendous form. He's back into the top ten of the world golf rankings, and you know this would complete the career Grand Slam for him. So that that would be pretty cool to watch as well.
3: How about some bombers that you like this week?
5: Yeah, I, I took four long bombs at 105 to one or better. I I got Tommy Fleetwood at 105 to one. You know he's quietly been playing very very well. I think he checks the boxes on the correlated courses. Uh, Gary Woodland at 105 to 1, who you can now find around 150 to 1, which is uh, a pretty crazy price because he's been playing pretty well as well. Uh, Jason Kokrak at 130 to 1, Ooh. who just came off of a good week yeah. uh, at the uh, Byron Nelson, and he's got some great history on the correlated courses. And then <laughs> the, the bomb of the week, guys, 350 to 1 mm. at Circa is Chris Kirk. And I I really wasn't looking at Chris Kirk at all, but I started crunching all these numbers, and he pops on a lot of the statistics that I'm looking at this week. And I saw three fifty to one, and I said, you know what? I'm going to put some funny money on that uh, just for just for fun. <laughs> I I think he could have a good finish. I don't know if he's going to win it, but maybe he's a good top twenty bet or something like that.
4: Okay. A minute left. What do you think of Tiger? Top twenty is plus three eighty. He's a dollar ten to miss the cut.
5: I'd probably, I, I think, I think uh, minus one ten to miss the cut is a better bet. Uh, we saw the success he had at Augusta national. And I think as long as he can walk, he will have success at Augusta national for the rest of his life. This is a, a different test. I know he's won here before. It's really a different golf course now than, than when he won at 2007. Um, Guys, I did bet him to win the British Open at St. Andrews, and we can get into that next month. But I think he'll have a lot better chance at that golf course, a very flat golf course. Um, his health will be that much better. I don't expect him to uh, you know, cause for any real glorious surprises this week.
3: Very cool. You can follow Brady on Twitter. He is that Las Vegas golfer. You're taping long shots today, I'm guessing?
5: Yeah, we're actually, we have Dave Tyndall from the United Kingdom, and he's one of the best in the business. Check him out at Dave Tyndall Golf on Twitter. So we're going to be on uh, Gil's show coming up to record that first piece uh, with Dave as our guest, uh, obviously for the time difference. And yeah, big Tuesday for all of us, my friends.
3: Very cool uh, podcast. Yeah, you can get that. It's called com slash podcast. Thanks, Brady. Good luck this week.
5: Thank you guys. Have a good one.
3: Yep. The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Log in, get a 20% profit boost on uh, Major League Baseball bets every single Tuesday. Must be 21 plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. People are freaking out um, at what's going on this week at Southern Hills with beer prices. A Mick Ultra is 18 bucks. Oh. A Stella is $19. Come on. Now I'm seeing the story. Just pop right now. Yep. Margaritas, nineteen bucks. A glass of wine, thirteen dollars. So they're really uh, sticking it to you. We will get into the NBA draft lottery tonight. And That's overall, extortion. I know it is. Uh, Eighteen for a Mick Ultra. Jesus.
2: Zumo Zumo Play.